Would you rather be at all your friends' funerals instead of have them at yours? When you're ready to outlive your friends, here's how to do it. Welcome to Adulting, the podcast where we want to adult every day. Download episodes at adulting.tv. Welcome to Adulting. I am Harlan Landis, and I'm here with Miranda Marquit. Yay! How are you doing, Miranda? I am doing super fabulous. How are you today? I am doing quite well. And I'm actually pretty happy because, again, I just want to give another thank you to the people who have reviewed our podcast on iTunes uh, and uh, rated us. And some of those uh, I really wish to thank are Steve, Jim, Athena, Barbara, Valerie, Jake, Shannon. And was there one other? Um, Martin. Martin. That's right. So thank you all for reviewing. And uh, now let's get on with the episode. We're going to talk about some exercise today. Um, and exercise is something that I did for well for a while, and I've kind of uh, fallen back on some old habits lately. So I'm especially interested in getting things moving again. I hate exercise. <laughs> I, I, I hate exercising for the sake of exercising. I should qualify that. Exercise is the worst. Yeah, well, I mean, we want to do things in our life that we enjoy. I mean, if we really don't enjoy something, why why spend time in our life doing it? Yeah, and that's and that's the hard thing. But exercise does come with a number of benefits. Got something from the Mayo. It's so sad, but something from the Mayo Clinic that points out that exercise does have its benefits. It improves your mood. It helps you manage it, manage your physical health. It reduces your stress. It helps you boost your energy. You'll sleep better at night and. You may even live longer. All of all of these benefits are great, but why do we not enjoy exercising if we know that these benefits are great? Um, you know, maybe there's there, maybe you know it just takes takes away. We we need to reframe the way we approach exercising a little bit to make it a little more enjoyable, and that's going to depend on a person. I, earlier before. We kind of described this, um, you know, what the Mayo Clinic said about exercising. We said, you know, why do something that's not enjoyable? And, you know, before we move on from that, it's, I think it's important to recognize that we have to make it enjoyable so that we enjoy doing it because that'll make all the benefits, you know, th- that'll bring the benefits so much easier. It'll, it, it won't feel like work if we actually find an approach to exercising that we enjoy. Yeah, and that's that's a big deal because it is tough to start an exercise program. Uh, you have to commit time to it. You have to make some effort. And it can be very unpleasant in some cases, depending on what you're doing. And just with anything else out there, you've got those psychological issues. I know one of my big issues with exercising is the fact that I'm looking at it and I'm sitting here going, why am I working my butt off day after day? And why hasn't the scale moved? We want to see these results and a lot of the time, especially with exercise and especially if you aren't combining exercise with nutrition, but you're just exercising, you just feel like you're on a treadmill all the time and not seeing any results. And that makes it hard to stick with it, especially if it's unpleasant. For me, it was for a long time, it was a matter of time. I mean, I had a day job. Well, 
you know, every, every time I've had a job since, you know, since the beginning of my adulthood um, out of college, you know, it was working, you know, constantly, um, you know, whether it was for the nonprofit where it was, you know, 80 plus hours a week or whether it was, you know, once I changed my life's path and started working for myself on the side, you know, then, then I was working 16 hour days almost. Um, and, uh, you know, with, with a break for dinner in the middle, you know, I'd work at the office, come home, have dinner, work another eight hours on my own projects. And this didn't leave much time for anything, let alone, let alone exercise. So it really wasn't until I started, um, you know, working for myself, quit the day job. And I actually found that I could schedule time three times a week to go to the gym for a significant amount of time. And this worked out really well. And I was getting a lot of great exercise. Um, but in the last uh, in the last nine months or so, I've moved and I haven't gotten back into that habit. Yeah. And it really is kind of a habit because just like everything else, taking that first start is really difficult taking that first step and and moving forward is really hard and making the time can also be hard when you're trying to figure out well what when you start adding other things I mean you talked about having your your day job and you know I've never had a real job so whatever but uh (laughs) it feels like oh well then you should be able to exercise all the time but you have things come up you have your kids if you have if if you have kids that it's going to get in the way. Uh, you have things like, well, when am I going to do this? Uh, doing it early in the morning doesn't work because, gosh, that's when I'm most productive. That's when I get my best work done. If I don't get it done, then what happens next? And so what's more important? Do I need to be more productive or do I need to exercise? But then try to exercise later. And, and it's a part of its excuses. When you exercise later, you're like, well, I'm so tired and maybe I'll do something else. And like you... You mentioned scheduling. A lot of the time for me, it just comes down to, okay, I've got to schedule this into my day to make it happen. I am actually starting uh, a new approach that I think is going to be uh, that's that's going to be successful for me. I'm 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 sure, and it involves doing um, you know just adding a certain type of exercise into your day at small it. Uh, you know, making small steps, small progress, uh, so that eventually you get to the point where, you know, you've just built up this habit and it's, it's, it's a long-term growth. And for me, that is, uh, following this plan of just, uh, it's, it's going to be simple. Um, I'll, uh, push-ups, five push-ups a day to start. Eventually, uh, you, you know, you, you do maybe 50 a, a day by the end of the month or a hundred a day by the end of the month. And, um, the, the difference that you'll see from just doing that is supposedly much greater than, you know, you might see from, from other, from other aspects, uh, of, of exercise. I mean, I, I had a personal trainer for, for quite a long time and I was, I was never particularly thrilled with, you know, my progress. However, it would have been different if I were doing different types of exercise, I suppose. Um, I certainly was healthy. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't get to be buff or anything like that. And, you know, that wasn't my goal. Um, but you know, it's just a question of what are you looking to get out of the exercise? Um, and regardless of what you're looking to get out of it, if you do it, you'll be healthier, um, whether it shows or not. Yeah. And I think one of the things that really helped me make 
kind of a shift was to uh, stop worrying about whether the scale is moving and start just thinking about, well, how do I feel? Am I healthier? Do I have more energy? What are these positive things that I can focus on that are more about my enriched life rather than whether or not the scale is moving like I want it to? I would like to fit into some of my pants again, but that's... That's something else. <laughs> but in general, it's all about, you know, how do I feel? Do I feel healthy? How is that going? Um, and then another thing is that you sort of touched on earlier is find something you like to do, which is why I've started adding swimming back into my routine. Because everybody's like, oh, well, you can run anywhere. Everybody just run, 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 run. I hate running. Running is the worst. I, I hate running more than anything in this world. I hate running. When the zombie apocalypse comes, I'm dead because I hate running. And so, yeah. So that's why I've added swimming in because I actually like swimming. That I'll do. I kind of like everything once I get into it. Um, I, I never had such a great success with with bodybuilding and weightlifting. So if, if there's anything I don't like, it's probably that. Uh, I can run on a treadmill. I can, I can run outside if, you know, um, if, if the weather is comfortable anyway. And it not, it's not always comfortable out here on the East Coast where I live. So, so that's, that's a variable. You know, having a gym in my apartment complex is helpful. However, I'd still like even more convenience by having, you know, some equipment in the place where I actually live and spend almost all of my time. Being involved with the drum corps uh, requires some exercise as well. You can you can spend a lot of time on the field in the hot summer, um, sweating and working hard if you're actually in the drum corps, or you can be running around trying to manage everything and <laughs> and you get some exercise that way. and And that worked for me last summer. Uh, but you know, again, I want to be doing more, and my push up goal is is what I'm going to do. That's that's my next attempt. And and listen, push-ups aren't exactly fun. You're not doing something with your time where you can, you know, really get anything out of it. At least if you go running, you can listen to some music or you can think about your life. You can probably do you can probably get some things achieved while you're running. When you're doing push-ups, it's a little harder to um, you know, focus on anything other than pushing your body up. Well, and that's one of the reasons I really like swimming because it's a really great full body exercise. It's really good for you. And it's sort of like meditation for me because you're just in the water and you're, I like it. Uh, but I also really like being outside um, during the winter. I'm not a skier, but my son and I like to go sledding when there's snow. So we'll go out and yes, I go sledding. I'm going down the hill and uh, going up the hill. And that's fun. That's good exercise. It's fun. During the summer, we're always riding our bikes. We go hiking. And I still don't understand why I enjoy hiking but hate running. I haven't been able to figure that out. But I love to go hiking, but I hate running. Uh, so I think looking for those things and switching it up too uh, so that you don't get bored. Push-ups every day would not work for me, but I do have a punching bag downstairs. And uh, sometimes I just turn on hip-hop music and do my punching bag for an hour and then I feel good about all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah, that can be a great stress reliever. That's for sure. Uh, just get out your anger even. Uh, and it's good for your arms. Yeah. And, and you, you know, learn self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you, you mentioned hiking and hiking is, is great. I mean, I enjoy being out there and making my way through paths and nature and, and getting all of that, you know, getting that whole experience. And that's, that's meditative for me. You know, I also like swimming, but uh, finding this one thing that is your thing um, is a great way to, uh, to, to really, really motivate yourself to, to, to get the exercise you need. I mean, you know, Miranda and I, we're not going to tell listeners, you know, we're not going to pump you up and, and give you all the motivation you need, but hopefully we'll give you some tools for finding your own motivation. Uh, so you don't have to rely on people telling you to, to get all that kind of motivational junk. Um, you know, just do it all for yourself. Uh, but you do need to make sure you are being effective when you exercise, which is, which, which is why to a certain degree, I mean, I do kind of add in some things that I need to do. Uh, you talked about push-ups, that's strength training. Uh, and there are lots, there are plenty of things you can do for your strength training as part of your exercise program and you don't necessarily need equipment, but it is important to add that in. I mean, we always focus on cardio. It seems like a lot of the time we focus on cardio. We're like, oh, you got to get your heart rate up. You got to do all this stuff. But at the same time, we forget about the importance of strength training. It strengthens your bones. It helps you kind of move forward. And as you move into adulthood and as you sort of get up there in age, like some of us, the strength training becomes even more important. And so mix it up a little bit. Kind of add in that stuff. Make sure you're adding in doing strength training and cardio and mixing it up so that you're not I guess, plateauing as well. Yeah. Well, the bottom line is this, is that any kind of movement is better than nothing. And a lot of us, you know, sit at desks or, uh, you know, sit at desks. If you're, if you're at a day job, if you're, if you're in the office, you sit at a desk for the most part. For those of us who work from home, maybe we're sitting at desks, maybe we're sitting on the couch. Uh, But all of this non-movement, all this um, stationary, sedentary life, this, this lifestyle is so damaging to our bodies that we have to do a lot of work to get things back to normal. But a lot of people right. aren't doing any work whatsoever. <laughs> so anything that you do is at least a step in the right direction. So it's important not to forget that because a lot of times we'll feel that, well, if I can't do a full routine, I might as well not do anything. Um, you know, if I can't if I can't find the motivation to do this, what good is it going to do? Everything that you do and every movement, you know, besides sitting on a couch or sitting in a chair is going to be great. So just get up and, and do something, even if it is a few push ups a day. If that's all you can manage right now, then that's fine. Yeah, of course, over the long term, there's a goal to just be have a lifestyle that involves a ton more movement, um, a ton more uh, effort, a ton more muscle use. Don't be discouraged if all you can do right now is a little bit at a time. Yeah. Well, there was a study in Australia and they found that a brisk walk, people who just do a brisk walk every day, they saw their lives extended by um, as much as 15 years over somebody who's just mostly sedentary all the time. So just getting out there and just starting something up can be immensely helpful. And you might be surprised at you know how good you feel about stuff. Uh, and, and then another thing you can do is there are times when uh, in the past where I've been like, well, the only thing I can do is be on the elliptical or be on the treadmill. And I hate the elliptical and treadmill. I think they're so boring. Uh, so I br- so I started bringing a book 
and just setting, well, my Kindle, but and, and just setting it there in front and just reading. And if you can combine the exercise with something else, uh, I know lots of people who get on the stationary bike and just like turn on their favorite show and they figure, well, if I'm going to be watching TV, I might as well be exercising or uh, people who listen to podcasts while they're running. Uh, all of that kind of can help you take your mind off of the fact that you're doing something that you hate and just sort of help you focus on something else. Yeah, sure. I mean, we've talked about the difficulty with with multitasking in in another episode, but when you are using different parts of your body and doing different things, um, you're, you, you can exercise at the same time as you're learning something by listening to a podcast. <clears throat> <laughs> you know, you can go running while listening to music. You can you, you can go for a hike while listening to an audiobook. There's a, a lot of ways that you can associate your time exercising with something that you enjoy even more. And that way, the the enjoyment that you have for this other activity will also spread to the way you feel about exercising. It's a good way to try to uh, kind of trick yourself into um, enjoying exercising a little bit more than you would if you had nothing else to do and were just staring at a blank wall or, you know, running without, you know, with your thoughts just wandering instead of listening to something engaging. If you're ready then to start exercising or trying to figure out what you're going to do, uh, what are some of the do nows? What are some of the things that you can do right now to get pumped about ex- about exercising, getting off your butt? Well, I think one of the things that's going to be helpful, and we've talked about this technique in other episodes, is is to set some specific time aside and you make a habit out of that and put it in your calendar. Uh, for me, it's going to be uh, you know a half an hour after I wake up. Um, and I think that's going to be most effective for me for finding the, the time that I want to devote to this. You, you set it up in the calendar, and then you don't have to worry about it. Right. And I think one of the best things you can do is, is start today rather than waiting and saying, oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. No, no, no. Even if all you do is go for a 10 minute walk like right now, that's what you do. Uh, just start today doing something, whether it's a 10-minute walk or five minutes of yoga or running out uh, and, and chasing your dog or your kids around. Right. Yeah. And there's not a lot of preparation you have to do. It's, this isn't the case where, well, I have to plan my whole approach. I don't know what, you know, I figure out what I'm going to do on which day of the week and, you know, what my progress is, what I want my progress to be. I have to follow a plan. You start by just taking that first step and literally taking a first step out the door. Right, for sure. And we did talk about, you know, making a plan, tracking some progress. You do need to track your progress and recognize your efforts and come up with some sort of measure that works well for you, whether it's, hey, I would like to, by the end of this month, be up to 30 minutes a day. I'm going to start with five minutes today, but by the end of the month, I want to be up to 30 minutes a day. And you can gradually add another minute of exercise time or, you know, just add five minutes each week, but some sort of progress that you can measure and say, oh, hey, I did it. I I reached this goal. Or like you said, the whole push-up thing. 
It's it's interesting that we talk about um, met you know measurements because I want to talk about that for one second. This this is this relates very well to stuff that I talk about when I coach other bloggers about blogging um, because everyone's concerned with the results first. They want to know that they have, you know, a certain number of people coming to visit their website, for instance, um, or they're ranking for search terms at a certain level. And these are great goals to have for, you know, people who run websites. uh, But the goals that they need to be focusing on are the goals that they are in the most control over um, and the most control of. So some of those things are more on the production side than the results side. So I always encourage people to set production goals and the way that works with the exercising is the is what you want to track is your 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 progression in terms of the work that you're doing not necessarily how much weight you're losing even though that's a great goal that a lot of people have i think weight is probably the most relevant one to talk about because there's a lot of variables that go into play when you're talking about your weight it's not just the amount of exercise that you do uh so it's important to track something and what we want to track then is our our progress in terms of how many reps we do how many push-ups we do how how far we walk, uh, how how quickly we run a mile, because it's so much easier to control those things with practice. They'll get better um, and we'll be more able to complete those goals than to worry about something that has too many variables going into it, like like our final weight. And, and that just for me is a huge one, because just the whole weight thing just sets me up for disappointment every time. So I've stopped, (laughs) I've stopped measuring that because all it is, is just disappointing. But yeah. And then another thing to do is consider getting an accountability partner and exercise is great for an accountability partner because you can check in with them and, or even do things with them, Uh, get an exercise buddy. You know, if you're going to the gym and you know you're going to be spending some time there, it's good to have someone who's a friend, you know, next to you or at least working out in the same area. Just having that kind of emotional support nearby, even if you don't talk to each other during the whole thing, but just having someone there uh, really does a lot to help. Um, and of course, if they can't be there in the same room, then, you know, you can work together um, separately and even not at the same time. You can just report to each other how you're doing. And that's that's the whole point of being an accountability partner is you keep each other honest about, you know, how things are going. And and it, it, it helps you motivate because you don't want to, you know, you're OK letting yourself down sometimes. But as soon as you pull someone else in and they're rooting for you, it's it's a lot harder to let someone else down. Oh, definitely. So we do have a listener question. It is, I keep starting programs, but then quitting them. How can I stick with it? What is a program you can recommend? Well, I think the first thing is, you know, you have to look at this and say, why am I quitting? Is it because I'm not seeing the results that I'm supposed to see? And if that's the case, then you need to change your expectations a little bit. Uh, Maybe it's a longer journey. You know, maybe you just have the wrong expectations. So that that could be that could be the solution to that. Just having expectations more in line with reality, um, then you won't want to quit. Yeah. And part of it, too, is we get so hung up on this program that ends sometimes. There are all these fad programs you can buy and you get amazing results, but they're only designed to last a couple weeks or a few weeks or a couple months. And then then what? Well, and so then, I, then you buy I, the next one. That's what that's they're hoping. Right. Of, of the course, reason, of the course. reason these Silly programs. Me. 
the reason these programs end is because they want you to buy something else. Uh, so right. So yeah. so it's sorry. It's less about a program mindset than it is about a lifestyle mindset. Right. You can you can you can definitely learn. I mean, I've had a lot of friends who have bought exercise programs, and it's done a lot of help for them. But again, it's the same thing. Once the program ends how well have they incorporated what they've been doing into their daily lives and for a lot of people it's th- these are intense programs so you do it for a while and it ends and you can't keep it up um right. not at that level anyway and so they fall back into old habits they lose some progress um you know they might be better off um you know it's certainly better off than had they done nothing in the first point but, you know, if they can find pieces of the program to continue and incorporate into their overall life, then they don't have to worry so much about going out and buying the next program. Yeah, I think that is definitely key. All right. So I hope we gave you some inspiration to go out there and and uh, get some exercise and hopefully live a, a much longer and a healthier life. Yeah, and don't forget to check us out at adulting.tv. We've got videos, we've got resources, we've got plenty to help you learn how to adult a little bit better and perhaps even enjoy your life a little more. And until next week, it's Harlan and Miranda from Adulting. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Adulting. Find resources for this episode or download other episodes at adulting.tv.